Welcome back to the JJK Chronicles, a Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm Chad. And today we are here to cover Season 2, Episode 20, Right and Wrong, Part 3. We've gotten into the threes now. Screw the Part 2s, let's go Part 3. What did you think of the episode, Chad? Amazing. Besto friendos. Ah, Back in the saddle. So unexpected, such a pleasant surprise. Can't wait to talk about it. In full transparency... We have gone, we made it so long, but we did the classic podcaster thing where we recorded an entire episode and we just didn't get the audio. So we are re-recording, but it's classic. It's a great episode to do, so I'm completely fine with it, but we got to be honest up front. Chad, you ready to hop on in? Yeah, let me click on the episode. All right, click on it because a lot of good visuals. All right, let's get going. For now, this episode is interesting because it is awesome uh, for the most part. I would say eighty percent awesome, and then this first twenty percent really punches you in the gut. So let's do that right now. We open on the gang all together. They've been entrusted mm. with Gojo's shirt by uh, the assistant to the principal, Mister Ajichi himself, Ajichi, who is still alive. Might I add? Can't believe that. Nobara spills some coffee on it, making the gang hastily try to clean it up, but not in time for Gojo to walk in, where it is revealed that uh, some kind of prank. I didn't. Let's just talk about this whole scene uh, right now. What did you think? It made me upset, man. I they're uh, they're all three just bonding right here. They're normal high school students. We see them just having fun, laughing it up, and then what you what? Well, what I realized is. Wait a minute. Nobara, she's got an eye out of her face and brain matter on the floor. I don't want to talk speaking. about... Hey, will you calm down over there? Right now we're doing the pleasant part. Why do you always okay. uh, already want to talk right, about that? Can yeah, we talk right. about the happy okay, yeah. times? How about this? Of God. course she's the one that spills the coffee on it and tries to somehow spin it to where Yuji and Fushi, it was technically their fault because they entrusted her with Well, the at coffee. first I like how she's like, okay, so... F- Right out of the gate, me and assistant to the principal, evenly to blame, even to blame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, and then you two are my accomplices. You're a little bit behind me, but just a little bit. If forty percent of it is my blame, thirty nine of it is your guys. Even now, though you, that math does not work out. Do you think Gojo would actually do something to them? So we got to talk about this shirt, man. I mean, first off, how are you with white clothing? Not good. I don't dare wear it. You look, I mean, I'm not a guy that wears white clothes. Are you kidding me? Wedding. Right. One. That's the one time you wear it? Well, yeah, because you got to wear the white undershirt at the wet, the white, like, uh, long sleeve thing at the wedding. I thought, okay, I thought you were the bride. I was very confused. No, no, but white is just a very common thing. You only wear it at important events, business meetings, weddings. Um, that's about it. Yeah, I've got white sweatpants that I just never break out because I... I'm like, oh, what, I'm going to eat? Hell no. Oh, I'm going to go walking somewhere on a trail? Are you kidding me? You know why I wear them, because I look like fucking Toji when I put mine on, when he wears his white pants and his black tight shirt. Yeah. That's that's, why I wear it. That's why I only wear them around the house in that exact outfit, so I can just feel like I'm looking in the mirror, I go, oh, I'm Toji. But then I go out of the house, and I go, well, I got better switch into some black sweatpants. Um, Now... They're trying to figure out how expensive the shirt is, which 
if I ever spilled coffee on another person's shirt, I wouldn't even really think about it, I don't think, because it's just a white shirt. I'd be like, well, surely they weren't Dude. stupid enough to get an expensive one. I would be thinking, okay, the handsome devil Gojo himself is wearing an expensive white shirt. Well, especially not as a teacher, I would think that. But they're trying he to is figure a it out. Sorcerer teacher. He is not a uh, seventh grade physics teacher, or well, not physics. Let's talk about the price, and then I got a bone to okay. pick with you about that. Megumi, he takes a picture of it. I yeah. Th- it's got to be an app because why doesn't he just type in the shirt brand? Yeah, like on an his app phone. where you yeah. take the picture and it just automatically pulls up. Yep. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't. It's right there. You don't need photo evidence because you can just look at the actual. You know, it's better than a uh, secondhand showing of whatever you're looking at. Firsthand. The firsthand. Thank you. Um, so the shirt cost seventeen hundred yen. Now. <laughs> Oh, Ronnie. I'll do the it's conf- more than that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. 170,000 yen. yen. Thank you. My the bad. The yen has inflated just quite a bit. A lot, which converts to 1,724 American dollars. Oof. Too much. Too much for a shirt. Honestly, if he wasn't the most strong human being in the world, strongest sorcerer in the world, Gojo should be in jail because he's embezzling money somewhere. Well, he still might be doing that. I mean, we don't know what this guy does. I know, that's what I'm saying. I I think even him being a sorcerer, I mean, he could just be stealing shit all the time. He 100% is. There's no way this high school is paying him that much to mentor these children. I don't care if they're jujitsu sorcerers or not, like you said. Oh, wow, dude, my video just went a little bit further ahead. I'm at one... Everyone go to the one minute, 41 second mark. Nobara is on the floor. Brain matter, eyeball out everywhere. It just happened to come across right like that. It's not a good sight. What? Nothing. I was just, anytime you say something like that, that makes me so mad. I just sit in silence and let you deal with it for a while. And that's what you did. But it's okay, though. She's not I'm not to that scene yet, because the last thing we have to talk about, Gojo walks in, Megumi looks like he's completely at fault here, like he got caught, and then Itadori and Nobara crack up and grab, like, the inside of Megumi's shirt. Did you... I didn't understand what they were doing with that. I didn't get it either. Did he put it on? Uh, maybe... Well... But we didn't see him put it on. We didn't see him put it on. I would love to see him with his shirt off, see what he looks like. I was like, did they do the most epic prank ever where they they switched out Megumi's undershirt with Gojo's and then spilled coffee on his? And he thought that... But how, I mean... See, what they needed to do was get Gojo to put the shirt on, spill the coffee on it, and then say, oh my... You've got to take this shirt off. We've got to get you a new one. And then we would have seen a shirtless Gojo. That, now that would have been a good idea. So we go from this joyful scene to, I guess, Chad's favorite part of the episode. It's not. It just... We've talked about it seven times already, so let's go ahead and do it. Itadori standing and just looking at a gory scene of sweet Nobara. Eye is gone. One eye. One eye. That's what I said. Eye is gone. And then, dude, the craziest shot of the day. Go, Everyone go to the a minute, 53 second mark. Okay, 12 We're looking at Itadori through her eye socket how insane is that i mean you can see the drippings 
of just flesh and what are you doing no i'm just i'm going into detail the episode do you want me to slack off this episode of course i don't want you to slack off this episode but i didn't want you to use god we okay i'm stopping talking but don't say drippings and you said another word there that made me very uncomfortable i believe i said broken up flesh something shut up I mean, that's an insane shot. I don't know why they'd put that in there. Looking at this just terrible sight, Itadori starts having flashbacks of all the bad things that have been happening, and he, the poor guy, he breaks. Uh, We knew this was coming eventually. I mean, just like full-on fetal position. Do you think this is the thing that should have broken? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's been a a long time coming. He's had quite a day. And I think this is like, if you take the first strike being the Sukuna thing, which was a one hell of a strike, the second one being Nanami, and then this one being the third, it's been a really bad at bat for mm-hmm. each Dory. Mahito takes this opportunity to attack, but Yuji has no fight and left. And Mahito saying he's so impressed with his own talent while doing this. Yeah. Such a cocky thing to say. And if Yuji has no fight left, Mahito has got a lot because he says, this is war. He goes on to say, you are me, Yuji Itadori. Just as, or just as I kill people without a second thought, you save people's lives without a second thought. This is a war to determine which of those will be left standing a century from now. And this is, this whole... Mahito, this entire season, but especially this episode, his voice actor deserves the award for season two. Oh, yeah. He sounds like such a psychopath, absolutely insane. It gives gives me goosebumps listening to him. I will say, like, the times I notice the voice actors the most, especially when I don't understand the language they're speaking in and I have to read subtitles. Oh, you haven't gotten there yet? I've not fully done that yet. Uh, congratulations to you. I know your Japanese has been very polished the past few months. It's when they're creepy. When they do a creepy voice. Oh, yeah. Or just like a completely unhinged, crazy person. Will you try it out real quick? No. Uh, you got to get into a mental space. I can't just do that You're, on a no, podcast you with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got to like go look at some messed up stuff and come back and then I can give it a shot maybe. But yeah. He asked Itadori if he's counted how many curses he's killed because he couldn't care less about the number of humans he's killed. What if Yuji's just like, yeah, 7,244, just name some random number. Right, he's just been keeping yeah. a tally. This he, whole time. He like, yeah, he rolls up his uh, long sleeve shirt and there's just a tally on his arm where he's been counting every single one. Mm. I mean, it's not even comparable. You no. could You could count Yuji's curse kills, but the amount of people... That Mahito's killed by just, I don't know, making them into a bouncy ball, I feel like. Gosh. It's got to be, I mean, think about it. Do you think it's in... Flesh pockets. Has he hit um, six six figures? Stomach acid frogs he's turned them into. Has he hit six figures? Yeah, I would say he's probably close to six figures. He's, uh, well, it can't that's be, a high number. That's Six high number. figures is a high number. I would say definitely five digits. Easy. Yeah, I think five digits. I'd, I'd for, say around 15 grand. Yeah, five digits seems right. Because, yeah. I mean, tonight surely has to be his most oh, yeah. he's ever done. I mean, he's gotten, what, 
a thousand tonight. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, almost like maybe a few grand. I mean, you think about the uh, yeah. Well, you just think about that one floor. What like the train? I mean, how many people did they get in that subway okay. train? Yeah, yikes. Now, Mahito, he makes a scary knife hook thing on his hand, yep. and he says, I will eventually forget you too. But he swings, and, oh, Yuji disappears. Yes, I didn't even notice it at the time, but there was a clap. There was a clap, but I wasn't even in that mindset. Someone could have gone... I would have been like, I've been like, okay, why is someone clapping on the side? Why are they doing a menacing clap? from the side but the whims of fate has brought two brothers together oh yeah because when you were having the worst day of your life you know what you need a friend but you know what's even better than a friend a best friend yeah that's right chadley and then we go into the op and we come out and we flash back a bit all right toto is investigating the crime scene now he's got a sidekick that i yep. was not familiar with and I was very... I wasn't either. Okay, and I was glad to hear that because I was very self-conscious about like, oh God, here's another one of the 700 characters in this show that I'm going to go to the microphone and be like, ah, oh, who is this? And Chad's going to be like, whoa, Ronnie! You don't remember this guy! That's Ichidoto Duku. So I did. I I looked it up and it's his name's Arata. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, Nita's brother. Right, and... He does look like the ponytail blonde-haired guy if he just cleaned up and didn't go through a life of yeah. killings. Which was also why I was kind of messed up in this whole thing. I, I like Arata, though. We're, yeah. we're going to get into him. Well, we're not going to get into him, but we're yeah. going to talk about him. We're going to get into his character, I guess. Yeah. Ronnie gonna, might get into him. but Toto says Ghetto has already left with the prison realm and says that the goal has changed from saving Gojo to fighting to save their allies and shave away as much of the enemy forces as possible. So they were like, I, I took this as they were actually sent here, and that becomes a little bit more clear later in the episode when we get into the Mechamaru stuff. Because at first, I mean, I saw this, I was like, all right, why are these, how are these guys even here mm-hmm. right now? What is going on? Makes more sense later. Yeah, Toto is on the look for his brother. Did not take <laughs> him long. Wait. We go back his with bro- Mahito. And he goes, his brother? I didn't know he had a brother. <laughs> well, that's what Arata thinks. He's yeah. like, he's got a brother, huh? Arata says he. They run up to to, uh, Toto and say that they finished treating that girl over there. She's probably dead though. Now I highlight the word Chad. Probably. Uh, He did say she had no pulse and no breath. Yeah, Ronnie. We'll get to that because we got to talk about that he, in a second. Well, because this guy is the MVP of the episode, and I'll get into later why he is the MVP of the I episode. I heard probably, and I went, here we go. And then, I know. And then guess what? It got even worse. I heard probably, and you know what I thought? Wani's mad. <laughs> <laughs> Toto tries to wake up his brother, Itadori, and he does just barely. But the poor guy, he can't fight anymore. Ugh. This breakdown's a little yeah. stressful. Yuji speaks about all the chaos that has happened and says, I'm just a murderer. And he is. 
No, he's not. Yes, he Dad. is. He's not he a murderer. Is. Don't do this. Oh, don't do this. Okay. You are being so unlikable this episode. Oh, man. He's not a murderer in the spiritual sense, but physically his vessel, his body has killed so many people. Well, the good news is like no one can call him a murderer because no one saw him do anyone who saw him doing the murders was murdered. You know, that's a good point. Okay. okay, So that's your logic then. Right. I can, you're basically saying I can kill whoever I want as nobody sees it as long as nobody sees it. Well, but you would be making that decision. He was not making that decision. Who knows if I would be, what if I was on drugs? Well, you made the decision. Sukuna coming out is basically just UG on drugs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, If, all right, here's, here's what the thing. If a volcano, if a volcano man uh, comes to you while you're knocked out and force feeds you drugs, then I will be on your side. I'll be like, then you'll allow it. Yeah. Okay. But that's the only way I'll. So I just got to have a man put his fingers down my throat. Well, you use drugs. I don't think if anyone put fingers down your throat, I don't think anything would happen outside of maybe you would get some pleasure. But that's I don't know. That's for you to decide. I don't think that you're going to have like another being take over you. Interesting. Okay. Itadori, he can't forgive himself anymore. Mahito uses this time to attack, which was really messed up. It is, but it's a, you know, it's a smart villain tactic. Yeah, but like he's so cocky. I feel like he, no matter what, he's like, oh yeah, I got the situation under under control. So just like let him have a moment. Yeah. You're still going to kick their ass because you think that you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Uh, but Toto, he's better than ever. He's like walking on sunshine, being reunited with his brother. He's dodging like a maniac, giving pep talks like a maniac. He seems stronger than ever before. Do you agree? Yes. I mean, when you reunite with your brother who likes big women with big asses, mm-hmm. how can you not be happy? Yeah. Come on. It's true. He gives Yuji this pep talk. He says, we are jujutsu sorcerers. So long as we continue to live, our dead comrades have not truly been defeated. Attempting to find meaning in the deaths of the fallen can at times defile the memories of those we've lost. What a poetic besto friendo. Showing up, spitting out words of wisdom. I mean, that is beautiful. If somebody said that to me while I was down, I guarantee you I get up. Guarantee you I'm coming up. I'm ready to fight. It's just like, it really happens a lot in anime, I feel like. I guess because it's all compacted down to 21 minutes. Where, you know, a lot of times with with my notes, I'll just try and summarize a scene as far as like what took place, the general idea. But then they drop lines like that and I go, well, that's just a that's a flipping quote. Oh yeah, I gotta type that whole thing out, or else I'm doing a disservice to the podcast and the show. No, Toto showed up with the spirit of give me something a giraffe. <laughs> okay, that's just the first thing that came to mind. Right. I don't know spirit of a giraffe and the physicality of a lion. Lion. Yeah, that's how he showed up right here. Thank you. Beautiful. Nailed it. He asked Itadori, so what have they entrusted you with? You don't have to know the answer right now, but until you do, you cannot stop moving forward. Whoa, is this a crossover episode? Come on. Oh my gosh. Kill them all. Whoa, Chad. All the curses. All the curses, yes. Just be more clear. Sidekick um, 
Arata applies their technique also to Itadori. We learn a little about this technique. This is a cool technique, Ronnie. Okay, so it's a cool technique, but it's a kind of lame technique. I got to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, he's essentially showing up with a bunch of Advil right. and bandages. Yeah. yeah, yeah, band-aids. I wouldn't even say bandages. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, like first line of the medic squad for sure, but you can't tell me that if you get your technique and it's this, you don't go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. man. Like, I'm, I'm just a glorified painkiller. Like, I can't even heal them, and then yeah. let, they're like, not really. <laughs> you can just make yeah. things stay the same. Yikes. Um. Yeah, the wounds that Ichidori suffered, they will no longer worsen, but they're not going to improve in their state either. And if anything else bad happens to them, well, we're right from, we're back to the start. Yeah. So don't let them hit you more. He says he gave Nobara the same treatment, and he also takes a second in the middle of this conversation to be like, hey, these two guys don't look anything like brothers. <laughs> he has pink hair. Well, <laughs> One of them's got pink hair and is built like a twig, and the other one literally looks like... A top-knot gorilla. A top-knot gorilla, which we'll come to find out here in a second. He goes on about Nobara saying she didn't have a pulse and wasn't breathing. But that the sounds ch- good. Yeah, that does. I mean, it sounds bad. And I was like, well, yeah, okay, so she's pretty dead. And then he goes, but the chance that she survives isn't zero. <laughs> and this is why he's the MVP of this episode, Ronnie. And both, then he also me. says he's taking her and getting out of here. The, he's the MVP of this episode. We know she's dead. No no pulse, no breathing. He knows that if he doesn't give Yuji something here, just a little bit of something, he's been assessing the situation perfectly, Yuji's not going to fight. So what does he do? He gives him a little bit of hope. Look, I'm not going to do the mad Ronnie thing. All I'm going to say is, first off, told you so, okay? Because last episode you were ripping all over me when I was like, you know, I can't even believe that she's fully dead yet. And you're like, oh, Ronnie, she's so clearly dead. What are you talking about? And then less than five minutes in Showtime later, we got a guy going, well, it's not a 0% chance that she's not alive. I mean, she's got brain matter, uh, eyeball fluid, everything is splattered on the ground, and she's not breathing with with no pulse. I consider that dead. Well, yeah. I also considered uh, Nanami when he was crisped up like a Burger King chicken fry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was he that he was dead as well. But. Well, I mean, you've got a point there. But. And he waddled around for a few minutes just to make it make us sad and die again. Well, I think he's just doing this to give Yuji hope. If that's what he's doing, good on him. Yeah. But also, you better watch it's, out. It's like if I, me and you were in the backyard playing basketball. Right. I would be like. I'm up 17 to 3. Oh, no, I would hand the ball to Ronnie. Shoot the three. Shoot the three, buddy. I'd let you shoot it, get a couple shots in. I'm giving you a little bit of hope. Oh, wow. And then 18-3. And then uh, as soon as I like want to start trying, it doesn't even matter the score. It could be, if we're playing to 21, it could be 20 to 1 that I have you up by. It doesn't matter. Well, you're not thinking about my handles. I, I can then, get, get loose at any time. I then get in position, get in defensive mode, and you don't even, you can't even get the ball on the ground. You can't even dribble the ball. All I'm saying is over. you better not miss a shot because you know how I am down in the paint. You better not miss a jump right, well, shot. I won't. I mean, because then it's like, oh, who's going to – I'm uncontested. 
Yes, you have a height advantage. You can probably rise up and shoot the ball above me, but all I'm saying is you better not miss a shot because you know I'm a box out. You know I'm a box out. And I'm going to get low, and I'm going to get position, and then I'm going to get the ball, and then at that point, anything can happen. All right. Um, okay, it, at this point, obviously, I, I love Nobara, all right? So the idea that she'd come back at, at a character as a character is not bad. What I would be so mad about at this point if she came back is we take around here our patent-pending moment of silences very seriously. Yes, we do. They already made us look like a fool with Nanami, where we held a moment of silence for a long... I think it was a long one, too, because yeah. we liked the character so much. Then he came back, egg on our face... Last episode, you were like, oh, no, Ronnie, she's obviously dead, and I had to agree, so we did a moment of silence for her. If they shit on our moment of silence one more time, yeah. someone's going to have to pay the price. I don't know who it I is. I mean, you might be right. I just feel like this, the whole backstory with her and then the fact that our MVP of the episode is saying that she's dead, I think she's dead. We move on. Mahito calls Toto, like you already said, a top-not gorilla. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, that's what he looks like. It sounds bad when you say it, right. but then if I was Toto, I'd be like, "What? hey. And then, then I'd be like, wait a minute, that's, that's actually kind of cool. So it kind of makes sense, but yeah. I, I guess my recommendation is like, don't go around calling people that because they're right. probably going to be very confused. Especially if, women. Unless they look like Toto, don't call them that. Yeah. Um, and then they fight. We got a clap here, a clap there. A... And Mahito, he then becomes a, uh, what did we have this as last? A barb wired net. A barb wired net is what you said. I said a spiky rope ladder. We combine the two. A barb wired rope ladder is what he right. is. And I think we said this too. Toto has got to have the most annoying power to fight against. Oh, if you're fighting yeah. against this, I would be livid as many times as I switch around. I think Mojito talks about being disoriented multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's just got to be so obnoxious. Yeah, it's one of those things where eventually you can't focus anymore and you just become like that little kid angry um, where you're like, come on and fight me. What? All yeah, you yeah. can do is just keep clapping and reappearing. What? Fight me, coward. Yeah. You won't do it. And why would he? It's an awesome technique. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, even Mahito is impressed with Toto but he still thinks that he has enough tricks up his sleeve um, to win this, win the day. Itadori is then back in the fight, and he says to himself, I'm sorry, Nanami. I was trying to take the easy way out. I even used my sins as an excuse to run away as he launches into a black flash, and it's so strong, it turns the whole screen white. I thought he was, like, sending them to a purgatory or something for a second. Right. Um, it does send Mahito flying, but of course he still lands. And uh, when I saw that, he got hit so hard, it reminded me of my favorite anime-based meme. It's uh, it's where someone gets hit by a car in Grand Theft Auto V, and they go flying for like 500 yards, bumping into everything on the way. And then the caption just says, Dudes get hit like this in anime just to stand up and say, ah, uh, things are getting interesting. Things are getting interesting. <laughs> I'm just starting to warm up. <laughs> yeah. it's like, now we can begin. Yeah. 
Toto rips off his shirt, and the bros are so back, Chad. Oh my gosh. Toto shirtless. Come on, that is my ideal physique. I mean, when they're standing side by side, screenshot it, make it a wallpaper. Yeah. Laptop wallpaper Best right there. Best friendos. Elsewhere, Miwa is holding the final Mechamaru device. Yep. We knew that there was one more. The final AI device. Turns out it was in her pocket. And uh, Mechamaru is telling her to yep, head so he, back. He tried to get inside her one last time before he had to go. Nice, Chad. I see what you're doing there. Yep. Uh, he's telling her to head back. There's no reason to go to Shibuya. I'm thinking, hey, honey, it, yeah, you're a bit late. Just turn the train around. Uh, Mechamaru reasons that with Toto and Arata together, they won't die in Shibuya. I don't know how he's doing that math. I guess he just really respects uh, the strength of Toto. And... I mean, yeah, Toto, him and Yuji went up against a special grade curse. It's like these other people, they don't stand a chance. That is one good thing about Arata's power. Like, I mean, there's a lot of good things about it, but you could kind of like dip your toe into fights if he's like in the background where, oh, you go, you get beat up pretty bad, and then you just run back, he heals you, and you just completely oh, yeah, abandon, yeah. You abandon the fight. Right. You know? The injuries won't slowly get worse and worse as you're trying to run away, so you can just heal mm-hmm. him just enough and get out of there. Um, Mechamaru managed to keep the rest of Kyoto away on a mission, and Miwa takes this whole thing as Mechamaru calling her weak, but he says, no, I'm the weak one. And Correct. then this is where we get the Jujutsu Kaisen version of an Echo Dot admitting his love for Miwa. And this is was Ronnie's favorite part. This was very lame. Love. <laughs> <laughs> very, Come on, bro. Definitely, definitely the worst part of the episode. Do you for, not like romance? I love romance. But Ronnie hates high school romance. No, I love high school romance. It's one of my favorite romances. But you know what I do like? High School Musical. A well-written romance. High School Musical. Of course. Mm -hmm. That's a top one for sure. Don't even get me started on Degrassi. Um, The Dude, when Drake got shot in that Degrassi episode. Tore my heart out, man. My assy was Degrassi. I was so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they threw in like a 30-second scene in like the seventh episode of these two talking, and then now... We're supposed to, I don't know, or what, be like awe here? Aw. Were you like awe at any point? Not really, no. Yeah, I wasn't like I that I mean, it's either. just a, I was more like, aw, Mechamaru, he's just a little AI device. Right. He never got, he got to be a full human for 45 seconds against Mahito. Mm-hmm. And he got his ass kicked. Yeah, Miwa, she's very touched, but Mechamaru's time is up. There is a sh- uh, quick flash and the human embodiment of Mechamaru is now sitting next to her, and he says that he hopes she finds happiness. Now, if this was Chad, he would say, I hope you stay depressed for the next no. 20 years while, hoping, uh, while yearning for me. I would not say that. I would say, hey, how about you wait at least you know, a while before you start how much is a while? pouring around, having babies, like think about me at least. I just sacrificed my entire life for you, and you're just gonna go. Oh yeah, just uh, moved well, on. He kind of he kind of got him in the situation to <laughs> begin yeah. with. He yeah, he is the cause of this too, right. the cause and the effect. But I would say at least ten years. 
think Aaron summed it up pretty well at the end of Ten years, Attack on Titan. Right. I mean, what, she'd be 26 around that time? Yeah, that's... Yeah. It's pretty fair. Just spend the next ten years of your life, your prime, your prime years. Sad. I'm not saying be sad. Just don't be sexually happy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I told you guys. The others members from the Kyoto are awkwardly listening in the next train car over, and this was when I was really hit again with just oh my god, there are so many characters in this show yeah. that has not even finished two seasons. Can my. you name these people, Yo, man? My. Right, Maki's my. sister. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, Ko, is it Kyomo or Cuomo? Com, uh, Ka, it Komeo? does start with a K. I call them blind pigtails. Blind pigtails, yep. And then... What's <laughs> and then Gojo's... Uh, who we're shipping Gojo with. I yes. can't remember her name. I did ship that though, and I still well. I haven't seen her in a while, but I feel like I would still ship it. Yeah, she's she's looking cute. She's here. got like the scar on her face. She's got the scar on her face. I don't remember quite remember her name, but I don't either. Uh, we yeah. cut back over to the fight. Mahito is using Joker themed hammers, yep. um, and then he do- also uses Soul Multiplicity Body Repel. And it gets smoky in there, but when it clears out, our boys are still standing back to back. Well, dude, how about when Toto like throws Yuji from his feet? He grabs him by his feet and pushes him down. I mean, some of this shit is just insane. It, the, oh. It's animated so good that you forget. I had to rewatch this like once or twice to even notice like little details of the fight. Animated so good, and they've also just got that. They got that special bond oh my that two people have. Yeah. And do you think if we were fighting and we had magical powers that yes. we would fight like this? Where we don't practice moves at all, but like at some point I would just like run up to you and you <laughs> you would like rip off your shirt and just bare your chest and then I would like leap off of it. You would <laughs> leap off my chest, yeah. yeah. I would squeeze my uh, boobs together. Right. You would hop in the your feet would hop in the boob socket, I would squeeze them apart and it would just shoot you. Yeah. Really and then, far, like, yeah. you would come and, like, leapfrog over my back, and then at the last second, I would grab your wrist and slingshot you through my legs. Yes. And you would, like, you'd be wearing, like, sweatpants, maybe, and you would slide on, like, a wooden floor, because we're fighting on a wooden floor, and you'd take out, like, eight guys, like a bowling right. ball. And then afterwards, we'd just go and, like, fist bump each other, and we'd just never talk about yeah. how we did that. <laughs> <laughs> that is Best so us. Friendos. Mahito says that Toto's soul is still at full strength, and it looks like it. Oh if, my gosh, it does. If you ask me to show you someone whose uh, soul is at full strength, I would say look no further yeah. than that guy and right there. And he doesn't say Toto. He actually said Top Knot Gorilla's soul is still at full strength. Right. I love how he just keeps calling him that. I mean, it makes sense. You know, He doesn't know yeah, his name. He doesn't know his name. But yes, he is definitely at full strength because this guy's spirit, you would have to do a lot to take down this guy's spirit. I don't think you could pretty much do anything. I mean, it would require taking down Best of Friendo, that girl that he's in love with, that he... Um, Tokachan? Yeah, basically like his version of Taylor Swift. <laughs> and... <laughs> he's the first Swifty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mahito also says that Itadori is only at 10% left. Mm. And I feel like that was a situation where like Toto sparked that 10% back into yeah. him. Yeah, he was at like probably a 1%er. Mahito is down to 40% himself, 
And I was like, whoa. I didn't even know that he had a soul that had a percentage. But he does. I know. And how do, how does he measure all these? Yeah, I don't know exactly where he's plugged into all the different USB outlets uh, extracting this information, but he's got it. He's got the data. Now, he does give a little... He shows his work for himself. He says, having his second version crushed and eating a bunch of Itadori's black flashes cost him a lot. Right. I mean, he did eat... I don't know how many it was, but we've seen Yuji beating the absolute dog shit out of Mm -hmm. him earlier. And he says, all thanks to that woman, she was weak, but she left her mark. She did. You go, girl. And if there's anything... If there's anything in this world that I can hope to accomplish, it's that someone says that about me. Oh, yeah. that wo- like, They refer to you as that woman. Is that what you mean? <laughs> well, you know, I wasn't thinking so much uh, misgendering me as much okay. as just being like, you know, he was weak. But God, he left his mark. <laughs> in the form of a thousand you know, hours of that podcast. That man was super fucking weak. <laughs> but he left it. He's like, after... Recording for 7,000 podcast hours, he made a little bit of a mark. Yeah. He decides that he's got to go after Toto first because uh, he's just the one causing the biggest issues right now. or I guess because he's just at full strength. I mean, yeah. It seems almost bad, though. Wouldn't you try and, like, uh, well, even the he, numbers? I think he's mostly – he's talking about the, being at full strength and just his technique, switching around. Right. Like, that's, that's the biggest problem for him. He then sends a cursed Alaskan bullworm oh, at yeah. both of them. It's so as soon as this happened, I go, I know Ronnie's going to call it the cursed Alaskan bullworm. Of course, because that's exactly what I thought of. Uh, the SpongeBob Chronicles are coming soon, very soon. Actually, check out, check out X. We posted a picture on X that a fan on Discord sent oh, us. Did, yeah, check us out on X and uh, check us out on Discord where you can see the main source. Yep. We'll put it it on Instagram, too, but someone manifested the SpongeBob Chronicles on our podcast. An elaborate prank. It was hilarious. They photoshopped (laughs) us doing uh, the first episode of SpongeBob, and I believe the runtime of the episode was something like 231 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then in in our uh, biography, it said we covered shows like Bluey or something like that. That's amazing. Yep. Um. So then Mahito, as if an Alaskan bullworm wasn't enough. By the way, speaking of Alaskan bullworms, when you see one of those, Chad, and with given your expertise, what do we have to do to uh, combat this? Take Shibuya and move it somewhere else. (laughs) One, two, three. Push! Yes. Hey, but you can't just take it and move it somewhere else. You've got to ask the question in front of everyone. Why don't we just take Shibuya and move it somewhere else? <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea. Hey, this guy's on to something. Uh, Mahita starts throwing what seems to be an endless amount of swords. Um, so many that he should be ashamed of himself. He got too many cracks at this. He does not understand the concept of leading his receiver. If you were going to be transfigured, what would you want to be? I think a sword would be pretty efficient. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Well, definitely not one of the goob goobly monsters that just goes... Clorox. <laughs> I'd want to be a slingshot. Slingshot? Okay. Yeah. 
I would want to be like probably what? Tell me. A sex toy for Jessica Alba. Okay. I don't think Mahito makes those. Moving on. But he can. Toto kicks Mahito into an elevator, which turns out that is his weakness. He cannot get out of this elevator. He has got to go for the ride. Um, Are you saying something? No. Okay. I'm just It's just at the glorious moment of Toto on the, okay. the show right now. Yeah, we just it's got... It's hard not to smile. Keep him in an elevator while he's making the, the slow climb up the stairs. Yep. Yeah, it's slower, but God, is it easier on the legs. The brothers, they do the real thing. They go up the stairs, and I respect that. I mean, you got to stay in shape. This is in Japan, so they walk around and stay in shape. But if you're in America, Mm. I advise everyone listening to this right now, we don't walk enough. We car ride everywhere. We scooter everywhere. Get in. Instead of getting in an elevator, go up the stairs. Yes. It's so much more worth it. Yeah. Chad is one of those guys who makes the short and thinks that it's the most original concept ever, and he goes... Do you, have a, do you have a tough time getting your steps in because you work a desk job? Try some of these tips. Go up the stairs next time. Park far away from the grocery store. Yeah. Well, it's another classic one. Like, walk oh, your dog. Walk around while you're brushing your teeth. Don't just stand still. Jumping jacks before bed. And then they get 7 million likes. Yeah. I'm like, wow, what an interesting... How did this guy come up and with this And then people stuff? are like, we need to try this. And they just never try it. Right. Toto launches into what I can only call the Reading Rainbow Plus of Best Friends Attack. Ultra! <laughs> or that, yeah. Yeah. That I, I think, I mentioned this to you last time, but this just totally, and I'm sure this is a meme going, it's got to be a meme going around, because it feels intentional that it is a All Might plus Ultra moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just oozes with All Might. Yeah, it's the uh, Plus Ultra Reading Rainbow Smash. Yeah, yeah. And go ahead and watch yes. there. I know you're watching the episode right Shibuya now. Shibuya Smash. There are a bunch of amazing details in this that yeah, I'd like for says, you to say. he says, you've grown strong, brother. Are you satisfied with that? Are you planning to leave your brother alone once again as he's going through the galaxy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's now teleporting side by side. He's outlined. Two of them is just an outline. Now he's going through the rainbow parachute that we used to uh, do in elementary school. Oh, that thing was awesome. Yeah, they'd say, if your birthday's in the first four months of the year, run to the other side now, and then they would fill it up. Now what's happening is (laughs) we've got a Yuji constellation of him giving a thumbs up (laughs) with Saturn in the background. He now, his, his eyes turn red, okay? He's going full plus ultra here. Floating through the galaxy, he gets in his JoJo pose. Now he's ready to kick. His kick is coming, lightning bolts everywhere, and now we're getting flashes. Now these flashes are amazing. Uh, Ronnie, this is the most important. Tell me about them. Let's see here. I, I mean, bet we're going to gleam like a lot of... It's quick. Mahito, he, he looks horny for this, but what we have is him and Yuji standing... You know, I don't know where exactly this is, but he's standing with... A backpack on and the sunset. And then the next thing we have, three cheeked up women in bikinis. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you think that means? I don't know. Then we have to- uh, Takatan Takatan. I guess that's the lady that uh, he's obsessed with. Oh, okay. The Taylor Swift. Yeah. 
and we have you know a couple of the students, but we just have women. We have cheeks, women, best friends, best friends. I mean, how can if you're a manly man, you bond with your best friend yeah. over women? That's what you're going to be thinking about in a moment like this. I mean, he's literally showing us like how to live your best yeah. life, and and all of that ends with him hitting a perfect black flash. Yeah, you. I mean, you didn't see him like paying bills or anything. He's just enjoying right. the good good things in life. Mahito gets hit, sent back, and I'm like, oh, dang, that might have actually done. I just watched the Reading Rainbow Super Smash. That might have actually done something. Nope. He's laughing in the process as he's sliding on one hand. He says, it doesn't matter how hard you hit me if you throw out your, uh, or if you, or if you throw out a bat, oh, good Lord. Whoa. Can you please edit that? He says, it doesn't matter how hard you hit me or if you throw out a black flash the attacks don't affect my soul, so they're pointless. That's tough. And is he meaning that only Yuji's do? Yeah, because this was literally we we got so caught up in saying that it was a uh, uh, a smash that that was Toto's Black Flash. That was Toto's Black Flash. Yeah, Mahito literally did the math for us earlier and was like, "Oh yeah, I had to deal with Itadori's Black Flash, and it knocked me down to so 40%. He's saying only Yuji's actually affect his soul, so Toto's is kind of pointless, so which that, is wild. That's an interesting little nugget there. And then the three of them stare each other down as our narrator friend makes an always welcome appearance, and they say, with that, all three of them were now drawing out 120% of their latent potential. Yes. And this is when we get the, one of the best frames of the entire episode. We've got Mahito with his tongue out, stick it being a goofy goober. We've got SpongeBob Chronicles coming soon. Toto given a smooch. It has smooch and chew with a heart next to his face. Mm -hmm. And Yuji just being super serious right here with his fist out. And I mean, really, that sentence latent potential that is the most anime thing ever because latent i didn't know what that means i had to look up a definition existing in hidden or dormant form so that's saying right. that they took 100 percent of that energy and amped it up boy. they took they took all of it and then they added more to it <laughs> that's right that's like when the coach says i want you to give 110 percent out there <laughs> yeah i'm like that's not possible. No, it is. You just got to find that extra 10% somewhere. Mahito, Are you talking about my late? That's what I used to tell the coach. Are you talking about my latent potential? My, he goes, well, yeah, your hidden potential, but then knock that up even a little bit more too. <laughs> Mahito pukes up some more curses. They are like a bunch of eels attacking that then transform into full-grown Alaskan bullworms. Oh, yeah. They break through the street as Mahito, I mean, what an ending to the episode. You were talking about how creepy the voice Dude. actor is, how he's nailing it. No more than in this moment right here. He says, let's kick it up a notch, Itadori. This will be the last time you and I curse each other. And yeah, absolute insanity, psychopath voice acting. And the just the when he says you and I curse each other, Mahito's face, 23 minutes, 22 seconds. What a face. This guy is a straight up psychopath. I've come to the conclusion, Ronnie, we need to get rid of this guy. We got to. Fast. We really got to. I don't know. I, I think it's just these best toe friendos, you know? I think this is, no, I think if it doesn't happen right here, Mojito is going to be a bigger problem than fake ghetto, Brainiac. Okay. Then, I mean, he could be the biggest problem besides, obviously, Sukuna, who's. 
Let's take care Almost of them next there. episode. Who? I mean, maybe it's a part four, right and wrong. I feel like they're going to change it up, though. And uh, that's me playing coy. We we already saw it because we did the yeah. episode before. We were like, oh, maybe there's a part four. It's not. It's called some... Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis, of yep. course, yes. Uh, so come on next week. We'll be here. Oh, yeah. Follow us on all the social medias. Do Click it. on our all allmylinks.com below. We got all that stuff. And we'll talk with you then. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.